In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Welcome, dear friends, on this Feast of the Holy Family. On the last Sunday of the year, we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Family. Some of you, like myself, have been brave enough to enter into a relationship with the hope of having a family, and thank God, we have been blessed with one. Others have found themselves unable to do so, or the relationship did not continue and they have been left disappointed. Others have had children but suffer the hurt of having their family broken for reasons over which they have little or no control. Others, for religious or personal reasons, have been unable to have families and so no children of their own. Family can be the place where we experience our deepest joys and also our most profound and lasting hurts. The scriptures today teach us all about things of family life. They remind us that not only are we members of our biological families, but that we also belong to an extended family, the human family, brothers and sisters, children of God. And that God our Father has a plan for each and every one of us. In the first reading, we hear God's promise of numerous descendants to Abraham and its fulfillment when Abraham's wife, Sarah, gave birth to Isaac. In the letter to the Hebrews in the second reading, we are shown the trusting faith of Abraham in three ways. First, in his willingness to move his whole family. Second, in the way Abraham and Sarah trusted God's power. And finally, in his obedience without hesitation to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. Today, the Gospel of Luke teaches us how important it is to honour God's plan for our children. As we celebrate this feast, let us offer all the members of our own families on the altar for God's blessing and ask forgiveness for the many times we have made life difficult for them and also resolve to try our very best to make life pleasant for them from today. A reading from the book of Genesis. The word of the Lord was spoken to Abram in a vision. Have no fear, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward will be very great. My Lord, Abram replied, what do you intend to give me? I go childless. Then Abram said, see, you have given me no descendants. Some man of my household will be my heir. And then this word of the Lord was spoken to him. 
He shall not be your heir. Your heir shall be of your own flesh and blood. Then taking him outside, he said, Look up to heaven and count the stars if you can. Such will be your descendants, he told him. Abram put his faith in the Lord, who counted this as making him justified. The Lord dealt kindly with Sarah, as he had said, and did what he had promised. So Sarah conceived and bore a son to Abram in his old age, at the time God had promised. Abram named the son born to him Isaac, the son to whom Sarah had given birth. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. He, the Lord, is our God. He remembers his covenant forever. He, the Lord, is our God. He remembers his covenant forever. Give thanks to the Lord. Tell his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. O sing to him. Sing his praise. Tell all his wonderful works. He, the Lord, is our God. He remembers his covenant forever. Be proud of his holy name. Let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice. Consider the Lord and his strength. Constantly seek his face. He, the Lord, is our God. He remembers his covenant forever. Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles, the judgments he spoke. O children of Abraham, his servants, O sons of the Jacob he chose. He, the Lord, is our God. He remembers his covenant forever. He remembers his covenants forever, his promise for a thousand generations, the covenant he made with Abraham, the oath he swore to Isaac. He, the Lord, is our God. He remembers his covenant forever. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed the call to set out for a country that was the inheritance given to him and his descendants, and that he set out without knowing where he was going. It was equally by faith that Sarah, in spite of being past the age, was made able to conceive because she believed that he who had made the promise would be faithful to it. Because of this, there came from one man, and one who was already as good as dead himself, more descendants than could be counted, as many as the stars of heaven, or the grains of sand on the seashore. It was by faith that Abraham, when put to the test, offered up Isaac. He offered to sacrifice his only son, even though the promises had been made to him and he had been told, it is through Isaac that your name will be carried on. He was confident that God had the power even to raise the dead. And so, figuratively speaking, 
he was given back Isaac from the dead. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, Alleluia. At, At various times in the past, and in various different ways, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets. But in our own time, the last days, He has spoken to us through His Son. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When the day for them to be purified, as laid down by the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. When they had done everything the law of the Lord required, they went back to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. Meanwhile, the child grew to maturity and he was filled with wisdom and God's favour was with him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Dear friends in Christ, in our introduction today, at the start, we stated that this Feast of Holy Family we celebrate today is a reminder to us that we are part of a human family. And at the same time, we belong to God's family, the Church. In both these families, we have privileges and responsibilities. In both, we work out our salvation together as women, men and children living and working in love and peace. The longest study on human happiness done by Harvard University found that good relationships is the key to a good or a happy life. The caveat though is to nurture these relationships. The study proves that we need to connect and nurture the relationship we have with the people we care about most. Members of our families, our friends and our significant others. Family is where we learn to build these good relationships from the start even if we come from broken dysfunctional families deep down we recognize that we are made for family family is the school of love is the laboratory where we learn 
vital virtues, patience, kindness, humility, gentleness. By way of contrast, it's relatively easy to love friends. After all, we choose our friends. Regarding family, we simply find ourselves thrown into a mix. Father, mother, older sister, younger brother, dog, cat. Then later, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, nephew, cousin. For, for, for those who are lucky, grandchildren. A story is told of a family with a mother, father, many children and a grandfather. The grandfather, suffering from Parkinson's disease, would drop food on the dining table, drop and break bowls and smear food all over his face when he ate. His son considered it disgusting. Hence, one day, he bought a small table, a wooden bowl and spoon and set it off to the side of the dining table so that the grandfather could eat, make a mess and not disturb the rest of the family. One day, the grandfather's son came home and found one of his sons playing with a piece of wood. What are you making? He asked his son. A table and a wooden bowl, the son replied. Why? The father asks. It's for you, Dad. When you get old like Grandpa, I'm going to give you this table and this wooden bowl. After that day, the grandfather was given a prominent seat at the dining table and all the help he needed in eating by his son and daughter-in-law. One of the things that ruins relationships, especially that within families, is bitterness, or some might say anger. Bitterness poisons the heart. It condemns a person to a self-made hell. When the devil plants the flag of bitterness in the human heart, he says, this soil belongs to me. That is one of the reasons why St. Paul says avoid bitterness. The readings today provide a prescription for overcoming bitterness. Firstly, one needs to understand how they fit in in the bigger picture. If I am wrapped up in my own life, my own aches and pains, all the unfairness I see around me, I can easily become bitter. For instance, Abraham could have been bitter with God for asking him to upstakes and take his family and everything he owns to an unknown place. Sarah could have been bitter when she was told that she will have a son at 84 years old. Abraham could have been bitter with God for testing him and asking him to sacrifice the only son he had, Isaac, the only son that God had given him in his old age. 
Mary could have been bitter with God to say, you were going to bear a son through the power of the Holy Spirit. She wasn't very sure how that's going to happen. Joseph could have been, you know, bitter with God for, you know, making his fiancée, the one he was betrothed to, to be pregnant without his knowledge. But the common denominator in all these people, how they behaved in these situations, leads us to the second remedy of bitterness, which is submission. Submission is a hard word, but an essential one to get rid of bitterness. We need to submit to one another and to God in Christ, St. Paul tells us. The Feast of the Holy Family is a good time of the year to reflect on our family relationships in our own family stories like that of the Holy Family story we can see the good times and the bad times we can see the reign of King David and the Babylonian exile in the history of the church we can also see the good times and the bad just like in our own family trees and histories as well the Holy Family offers us both a good witness and an invitation. In terms of their witness to us, we are mindful of how difficult the first Christmas was for the Holy Family. Imagine giving birth in a stable because no one in the town would take you in. Imagine a king sending soldiers to hurt you, to hunt you down with swords. Imagine living as refugees in Egypt of all places. However, through it all, the Holy Family remained holy because of the one in their midst who made them holy, Christ our Lord. Similarly, if we have dramas in our, in our own family unfolding during this Christmas season or even before, if we have anxiety about the future, if we are suffering from grief of losing a loved one, or if we struggle with broken relationships, this feast day of the Holy Family is a very good medicine. Furthermore, the Holy Family also offer us an invitation. Not only are we encouraged by the example they give us in good times and in bad times, just like they offered Simeon, they offer us an opportunity to hold Jesus in our hands. We do this every time we come forward to receive his body and blood during Mass, if we are lucky to attend one. God our Father gives us his very son in the Holy Eucharist. Think of that. If we are looking for holiness in our families, if we are looking for holiness in the church, or if we are looking for holiness in that person we see in the mirror each day, the journey begins with a renewed encounter with Jesus, who alone can change our world into something holy. The Holy Family invites us 
to encounter Jesus in our hearts today and every day. So let us pray today, dear friends, that we will learn the many lessons the Holy Family teaches us, that we will learn to see that every person everywhere is one of God's children, member of the universal family that God has created, that each one of us can become a sign of contradiction in our broken world, that the bitterness, the anger, the hatred, the violence in people's hearts, in our hearts, will be changed to love, compassion and affection for all. May each one of us bring God's peace and loving kindness to everyone around us. And may every married couple bring something of Mary and Joseph into their family lives. Amen. In baptism, we are all made daughters and sons of the Father, and so with confidence in his great love for us, we turn to him with our prayers. For the family of the Church, that by our unity and love, we will always bear witness to the love of God our Father. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the whole human family, that we may learn to live in peace, striving to break down ba the barriers of prejudice and intolerance. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For broken families, that they may try to find common ground on which children may flourish in loving and lasting relationships. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For Christians everywhere, that they will endeavour to defend the sanctity of human life from conception to death. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all who are sick or suffering in any way, particularly those who are victims of violence or natural disasters, that they will be comforted by the love of Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our prayer. For those who died recently and all those whose anniversaries occur around this time, may God forgive them of all their sins and may they enjoy the peace of God's eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our prayer. prayer. Let us pray for a moment in silence bringing our needs and the needs of all those whom we love to the Lord. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. We ask Mary, the mother of our Saviour, to pray with us and for us, as we say, Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, 
and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God of love, Father of all, teach us the sanctity of human love and help us to live in peace with the whole of humanity that we may share your life forever. We ask this through Jesus Christ, your word made flesh, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, in the splendor of eternal light, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. Thank you, dear friends, for joining us to listen to the Word of God and to pray on this Feast of the Holy Family. We pray that God will bless all our families. We wish you a peaceful and joyful celebration of this Feast of the Holy Family. And thank you for your continuous support. Please do like, share and subscribe to our YouTube channels and the other platforms as a way of you know, giving us a hand, a helping hand to carry on proclaiming the word of God. Let us finish like we began. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.